Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel, and we are happy to welcome this week's guest to discuss today's topic, which is complete website redesign achieved within a single day. Seriously? Today's guest is the founder of Marketing Juice, a Northern Ohio-based marketing company servicing small to medium-sized local businesses with custom marketing plans and strategies. A big welcome to Miranda Imperi. Hi, Miranda. Hi, Andy. Thanks for having me on. You know, we are excited to have you. Now, what really caught my eye were your one-day websites. And I, I know I just did True Online Presence, my agency website, and it took about five months from the time I signed the contract with the redesign agency to the time where they pushed the button and it went live. So I'm curious, I mean, how do you create a website for clients in just one day? Uh, yeah, so that's a great question. Um, this is actually a service that I just launched last year, um, really born out of like frustration with the typical agency process, um, because I've been building websites for uh, like 15 years now. Um, and I've been through a lot of that like five, six month development timeline with my clients. And what I really realized when I took like a deep dive into how we were providing the service is that the time that it takes that like long drawn out timeline actually isn't the development. It is the communication back and forth. And most of the websites that I've built um, are for a small business, you know, and, and truly, I mean, in the last 15 years, like websites have come so far and there's really not a whole lot of reason to go to the drawing board and like write entirely new code templates for any one business, like pretty much all the functionality that any website or small business might need has already really been built. And you're just creating like uh, conversion optimization pathways and style guides that are specific to the business. Mm -hmm. To me, that can all be accomplished in a single day. I mean, if I can sit down and have an uninterrupted seven to eight hours to work on a website, I'm, I can knock out all the design and the content in one day. And so uh, really I came up with this idea like workshopping with another agency friend of mine. Um, but I thought it would be an interesting exercise to offer it in front of a client really. So like the delay between us uh, communicating like, I like this or I don't like this is actually eliminated because they're in the room with me. Oh, interesting. Real so, so this service, they, they come and they work with you all day as you're putting it together. Yes. And I'm, I mean, I know it's a big time commitment, but it's less of a time commitment ultimately in the long run, because you're really just committing one day. And For so sure. it's so cool too, with the business owners that I work with, because 
not only are they giving me real-time feedback on the design that I'm producing for them, but they're also learning how to utilize the website backend while I am designing it. So I'm showing them everything about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and how I'm doing so that when it comes time to like at the end of the appointment, launch the website and then walk them through the content management system, um, they're already familiarized with the back end and with the content placement, with editing, uh, because they've literally been watching me do it all day. Mm -hmm. Now, you said small businesses, but I see it's also e-commerce too, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, you are in Northern Ohio. Do When you've done these, have people come to you? Do you go to them? How does that work? Everyone so far has come to me, but I am willing to travel to a client. I have like portable screens that I can bring with me so that I can make sure that the client's like participating. I mean, like pretty much every conference room in the United States has some kind of <laughs> projection capability too. So um, I'm happy to travel to, you know, wherever anybody is because it really it truly is one day. Um, I do try to work like locally with the focus, like the bulk of my business is local so that I can experience my clients' businesses. I can be part of them. Like I can understand their communities um, better because I feel like that makes me a better marketer for them. Mm -hmm. But for the website design clients, I mean, yeah, th that can happen anywhere. And it can also happen virtually. So if traveling is like out of the cards, like, like this podcast that we're doing right now, you know, it's pretty simple to share screens and, um, you know, have somebody watch what I'm doing virtually as well. You know, I've never heard about somebody even doing this. I'm fascinated. Is anybody else offering a one day website service? I think there are a couple of small agencies out there that are offering something similar. Um, I don't think that I've like completely invented this. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there's other agencies that are offering something like this. I like to think that um, my services, though, that I offer at Marketing Juice are less um, cookie cutter. Uh, so I think that a lot of these services that exist now are like standard three page website for one right. day design. And I am a lot more flexible with my clients. Um, I don't like to standardize really anything that we offer because every business deserves, you know, the ability to be like uniquely positioned in their market. And how is there a page limit? No, I don't have a page limit. I mean, really, it's kind of like a case by case basis, like within reason. Sometimes when we have clients who have had a website, uh, for instance, we did um, a really interesting website last year, that was uh, a burial ground, like a, a sustainable burial ground, uh, alternative to a cemetery. Um, they had had a, a website for a long time. And so they had a pretty sizable blog. Um, and so mm -hmm. that's something where, you know, that's not always something that we can like copy and paste into a new website in one day, but it's something where we build the framework for the client. And then we give them ample training and education on how to migrate the content over there. We get them like 99% of the way, and then they have full control of that website backend and can polish it off, you know, after launch. Now, when you design a website, I mean, conversion, that's, it's gotta be one of the biggest battles that a company can, can grow through that's going to lead to their growth. What key elements are you looking at that you include to improve conversion rates for specifically an e-commerce website? So, um, I, I typically approach uh, 
conversion and optimization uh, in a in a different way than most agencies. Um, I like to put the priority on the end user. And so I'm always very focused on like user experience, um, interface, those those criteria in the design rather than like search optimization. And so there is a lot of research that goes into developing um, the target customer profile of who that website is hoping to achieve, you know, as leads or conversions or purchases or whatever. Um, so we like I will typically go through uh, ahead of time and look at those demographics and look at the competitor demographics and look at, you know, the consumer populations and the priorities behind those consumers, um, age ranges. You know, um, I think that, that a lot of that stuff is often missed uh, mm -hmm. website design because um, we tend to like as agencies like you know, lean into whatever that that client like preference is. But most of the time I find that the client preference is typically like opposite of what their target con consumer preference is. And so I put a heavy, heavy priority on that. So for instance, if, um, if we have a target population that's like over 45 that we're looking at, and that's like very, very general and broad, we try to get more narrow, but like over 45 is going to need a high contrast um, in colorization on the website in order for it to be like readable for them. Uh, and typically it's easier for people over 45 to read light text on dark backgrounds. And I know that that comes into play now a lot more often with the ADA compliance that has kind of been like buzzing around uh, for the last couple of years. So if your website's not um, optimized for people with dis disabilities, you know, like there could be issues and also like lawsuits even that I've heard small businesses getting hit with for not being now do you have an, an example that you like I designed this for for this kind of company and I ah, nailed it on that look at the conversion rate they got afterwards um yeah I mean we have like we just did a one-day design for a company that's targeting like women who are over 40 and it's a unique like uh, personal use toy you know and that that was like really interesting um that was an interesting project because it's difficult to communicate what exactly that product is without falling into like lines of like adult only content right mm -hmm. yeah and i can so, imagine yes <laughs> and so and so um when we we're doing research on like, uh, you know, what types of images and things like that um, we might want to include. Uh, we did like a lot of really simple, like classy, classic Hollywood, like black and white stuff to like draw that, that audience in. And we were designing a website pre-product launch. So the goal of the website was to get, you know, like people on a waiting list and get subscribers and stuff. And once the website was launched, um, the client had more than enough interest, you know, to purchase their first order within like the first two months, uh, which is really, really awesome to see. And they are thriving. They've built like, and what's great to see too, is like when we do this, um, one day design service, the client gets a lot of training on how to use the back end. And I, I love to watch those websites grow from there because the client then built out like a really robust, like resource section, 
uh, with like sexual health, like articles and professionals that their target customers could take advantage of. And it was really great to see them like really take control of the technology. Um, Cause that's something that I find a lot of small business owners struggle with is they like buy into a service or they start using, um, you know, an outside agency and they have, just have no idea what's going on with anything. And I like to empower clients and like make them feel like they have ownership and they have control over the assets that they have. So now is there a preferred platform that you're designing these websites on? Oh, yes. I uh, exclusively design and build on Squarespace. I find that to be um, the best platform for handing off to a small business client. So they feel really comfortable utilizing that space and they don't really have to have any coding knowledge or like high level design knowledge in order to use and manipulate it. I've been a preferred developer on that platform for the last six years, I want to say. So I believe the last 60 or so websites I've designed have been on that platform. Um, so for yeah. clients coming with you to you for e-commerce redesign, what are some of the most common mistakes that you have seen? The most common mistakes that I see with e-commerce specifically is usually uh, the number of clicks to conversion. Um, I see like the a lot of websites are maybe doing too much to put it like, you know, like simply it's too many things for the end user to do before they actually get to a place where they can convert. Um, and I like what we see as, you know, contents being like literally spoon fed to us more and more, um, the, like people just don't want to do anything. They don't want to have to do anything. So like all the social media companies that have like adopted an e-commerce platform within the platform um, have done that with for the simple reason that people just don't want to click too much. They don't want to have to go looking for things. And so um, misunderstanding that like target audience and how they behave online is like, it's, it's huge. It happens all the time. So how do you solve that? I really believe that it's the solution is in remembering that we're dealing with actual people. Um, and I think what happens too often is that like we group people into these like profiles, these demographics and stuff. And we forget that we're talking to like individuals at the end of the day. Um, I think that marketing design you know like it's all for this end user and if this end user is some like faceless nameless population or statistic we lose sight of that um so i really think that if if uh you really stay focused on like who the people are that you're at, you're talking to and you're trying to like serve with your product or service that you aren't going to fail with communicating what it is that they need or why they need your product or service. So we've been talking about your one day website, but I mean, you offer a ton of other services. Yeah, I'm curious, what do you find is the biggest problem that people come with you, especially, especially e-commerce companies? What are they bringing to you? Um, I think the biggest problem that we end up seeing is that they have like a mismanaged expectation of what they should be receiving from certain internet strategies. And I think the biggest one is like the social media marketing uh, 
just completely, I, I think people just don't understand what it is or what it's for. And I think like most of the time when people are coming to us, they're like, oh, well, we've been paying so much money for boosted posts or, you know, shared content or content creation on social media in an organic method, you know, like they're, they're not seeing the engagement and they're not seeing like increase in sales as a result of the engagement. And they get like really hyper fixated on the total post engagement or the views or the followers. And I just think like so many companies get sucked into that, um, that way of thinking where it's like, it's really not that important that at the end of the day, like it's, it's about the conversion and it's about whatever action your customers are taking that's ending up with money in your pocket and a like on a social media, like post or a follower on a social media channel is not that, you know, um, educating our clients on that is like typically the first step when they come to us, like, Oh, I'm not, I don't like what my agency's doing because I'm, I'm not viral on these posts or whatever. And, and it's like, really the follow-up question to that is like, well, what do you expect to receive from being viral? Like, because that's, that does not equal sales. You know, yeah, you know, it's, it's like the old saying, you can't cash clicks. It's right. yes, you could uh, expand that. You couldn't, you can't collect uh, cash views and you, you can't cash likes. It's really about the conversion. So that's a great point. Now, what, what is your specialty? I mean, what is marketing juice, your agency really known for? Um, I think I think we're just really known for like being the the small business agency. I mean, we uh, we offer this flexibility that so many other agencies like haven't been able to really nail down. Um, and I'm really proud of us for that. Like we've helped so many small businesses get to a point where they've been able to grow to be able to hire their own like in-house marketing team. Um, and that's always like the goal that I'm trying to get these small businesses or solo entrepreneurs that I'm working with. Like you, um, you don't always want to outsource every part of your marketing and you want like working with an agency helps you by uh, reducing the amount of time and budget you might spend on marketing. But you know, ultimately, like you want something that's going to position you as this unique business in your industry. Um, and I think that that's where we really excel, you know, all of our content um, and our content strategies and the way that we design things for clients is really specific to the client. So it's not like we're reinventing the wheel. It's not like we're doing anything that's like super special or crazy or different from other agencies when it comes to the implementation but the creation of the strategy and the mindfulness that we have behind the strategy for that specific client, I think really makes us stand out. So one of my favorite questions I like to ask is if I gave you a crystal ball and you could see the future, where do you think the next 12 to 18 months e-commerce will, will change? Honestly, that's I I know I thought I thought about that question ahead of time, but um it still kind of stumps me because like post-2020, I feel like every everything with internet marketing for everything is just completely unpredictable. It's like a, a chaos, like every other month something's changing in a way that like is really hard to foresee. Um, I do think that that we can probably expect that the social media um 
channels. We'll dig in deeper with offering the e-commerce tools because we're just seeing like TikTok, having a TikTok shop stuff now, like every other TikTok video that gets served up to people has something to do with a product feature. Um, and so I think that we'll see just like more of that. And we might see like Amazon um, create like carved out, more carved out small business spaces, you know, to like invite more people to their e-commerce platform. Um, and that like e like e-commerce companies will have to invest more time and energy into making sure that they have placement and products available on all of these different channels, because that's where the conversions are going to be happening most. Now, another one of my favorite questions I ask is, as an entrepreneur yourself, have there been any business books that you can attribute to your journey? Honestly, no, I, I don't read a lot of business books. Um, Okay. I, I, yeah, I can't really think of the last. <laughs> all right. All right. Honestly, all right. I don't have time to read books anymore. <laughs> now, what about, um, do you have a favorite success story of one of your clients that you could, you could share? Uh, yeah, I have, I have this client who, um, is in like the diet and weight loss, um, management industry and has been, uh, in that industry since like the 1970s. And they at one time had a bunch of like remote centers and franchise offices and stuff. But since like Weight Watchers and like the e-commerce like era, you know, came in and kind of overtook their franchise centers, they like were pivoting to this um, e-commerce strategy but had like a very old website. They had uh, literally three people on their staff to support a national uh, like weight loss supplement and <laughs> management like program company um, with hundreds of thousands of like emails on their email lists and stuff. So uh, I came in and developed a strategy for email marketing to their lists that featured products on a, you know, bi-weekly basis and um, redeveloped their uh, e-commerce like sales that they were having. They Their strategy previous to working with me was to do one day a month of free shipping on all of their products for their various websites. And so what they had done is literally trained all of their customers to wait until that one day every month to buy their products. Mm. And so we started a strategy where we offered sales on specific products, seasonal sales, you know, that surrounded like the, the season that we were going into or, or the holidays around that season. Um, and then really like detailed content emails with suggestions on like weight loss and stuff that didn't have to do necessarily with the products. And I think that they were very hesitant to go with that strategy at first because they came from like an era of like, we just talk about the products in our advertising and like buy this product, it's great, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they were really surprised to see how effective it was to really- start. How, effective, how effective was it? It Well, they ended up increasing their total annual revenue by over a hundred thousand dollars. Wow, wow, great. Now, I, I like uh, your agency name. I like Marketing Juice. Where Where did that come from? Uh, that actually comes from uh, early in my career, I was um, responsible for link development uh, at a different agency. And we 
when that used to be a very like viable strategy um, of building links for clients, um, we used to refer to the power and effectiveness of the link that we were building as link juice. And so I've heard that phrase. Yeah. Yeah. When I was at the agency, I had developed like a network of bloggers that I worked with and I had, I started really focusing on like content rich links and instead of keyword stuffing and using some of those black hat strategies that a lot of agencies were using. Um, and like, that's really the concept that I built the agency off of. And so uh, I just call it marketing juice because I also really like all the puns that we can make out of the juice. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, I know we've been talking about the different services. You know, you had mentioned the email, of course, done the one day uh, websites. But but what are all of the different services that you offer at Marketing Juice? And and I guess who's the perfect perfect listener for, for your services? Um, so... We've recently adjusted some of the services that we offer uh, because I find that, especially in the social media realm, um, it's better for a client to have more control over their social media instead of outsourcing that completely. And so I, I'm actually working on re-developing um, our service page right now so that social media marketing isn't the thing that we're talking about. It's more of like a content maintenance program. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do uh, local listing management, uh, which is really helpful for people with like a local business footprint. Uh, we do content maintenance for social media. We'll do content maintenance for websites. Um, and then we also offer a pretty cool service called a brand blueprint, which is uh, basically like a media kit and a mission statement and a design style guide for a business that's like merged into one document. Um, that's super helpful for small businesses to use with agency partners or media partners, or even just internally with their staff so that everybody gets on the same page about how to talk about this business and who the business is really going after for their target customer. Um, and so really my, my ideal client is a small business uh, with less than 20 employees, you know, somebody who is looking to grow and not just like maintain the status quo with their company um, and you really just like would like to have a little bit more time to run their business and grow their business rather than like having to be in the day-to-day, -day, you know, monotony of marketing and content maintenance and all that. So I think those are the people that we can really help the most. Um, we can also help people who are looking to start a business, you know, and they just need that foundation built. Um, I really, the foundations we've been able to build for our small business clients are super solid. And in fact, a lot of our clients don't have to take advantage of paid advertising online because of the organic foundations that we build. And how can an interested listener learn more about working with you and with Marketing Juice? Just go to our website at marketingjuice.biz. Well, this has been great. Is there anything else that you would like to add before we wrap it up today, Miranda? I don't think so. I'm very honored that you asked me to be on the podcast. So thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you for again for joining us today. For listeners, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding marketing juice or connecting with Miranda, you'll find the links in the show notes below. 
In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business, check out our podcast resource center available at podcast.makeeachclickcount.com. We have compiled all of our different past guests by show topic and included each of their contact information in case you would like more information on any of the services I've discussed during previous episodes. Well, that's it for today. Remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.